Hey guys, welcome to the Provokers Podcast, where we talk about things you probably should too. Today I'm joined by... This is Noah. And this is John. And I am Gaming, otherwise known as Ethan. Um, but uh, I got some headlines for y'all today. Um, one of them are, I mean, they're all pretty good, you know, just my personal opinion. Um, but the, a really cool one I want to go over is the Super Mario Bros. theme becomes the first video game song added to the National Recording Registry. Um, which is pretty, pretty dang cool if you ask me, because, you know, I've been, a, I've been a Super Mario boy my whole life. So to see the, uh, the main theme of it be added to a national, be added to like a government registry, I think that's pretty cool because it's actually showing that the government is paying attention to video games and hopefully other video games follow suit, uh, for whatever the, whatever they choose to be the, the theme, I guess. Um, so Actually, I forgot that. Well, I mean, okay, so all of my headlines are good. They don't start out good, but they have good endings. Um, that one was just good in general. Um, a Meal on Me with Love program. Now, that um, if you've never heard of that program, it's a program, I think, solely based out of the UK. I'm not sure about that one, though. Um, essentially, it's a person that has – it's a, a random person that just has their own farm, and they use said farm to – essentially uh give people meals that they can't have themselves so i believe they fed over sixteen thousand people uh before and i think that was in just the first year so i don't know i don't have like full statistics or anything um but that's that's what the program is and so it's essentially like think of it like a food bank but just farm to table food essentially um which is pretty cool uh the unfortunate uh, the unfortunate thing was though is that it got shut down by people destroying crops. So people went in, found out what they were doing, and destroyed crops. Because humanity's just the worst, apparently. I they the people that destroy the crops, they don't they don't know who they are, and they have no clue as to why they did this. because uh, like I said, this isn't this isn't government owned, this is just a, a person owns this that they've decided to use their their farm for good. Um so I have no clue why the people are doing what they're doing, but they destroyed all the crops. And what they, the way they destroyed it is they put a bunch of specific salt on it, and the salt actually erodes the ground so that no farmland, or so like they can't replant stuff there. Because if you destroy crops, you're a dick, but it, like they can replant it. But what these people did is they put specific salt down onto the land, which kills the crops that are there, and it also essentially infects the farmland so that you can't grow anything there again. Um, which, you know, destroying crops is one thing, but then they, then they went into that. So I have no clue what's going on over there. Um, but it's, it's, they're taking food away from people that can't really help for themselves, which I think is just a pretty dick move in general. But the happy ending I talked about is the, the A Meal on Me with Love program went on to GoFundMe, and their goal was 4000 now, 4000 UK dollars. I don't know what the actual thing is. Um, but 4000 UK dollars, they ended up raising $232,000 instead. Um, and they had 14,000 do- uh, donors, essentially. So the happy ending is they made, like, what is that? That's got to be, like, that's more than just triple or quadruple. Um, so they, they made, like, a crap ton of money for their fundraiser. Hopefully they invest in, like, they're going to have to buy new land, I assume. I wonder if that's what the reason was. Um, yeah, you said how much? Uh, $232,000 is what, they're, what they raised. Their goal was $4,000. So it's pretty crazy. 
Um, but I'm, I'm happy that I'm glad that it doesn't have a happy ending uh, because I, it just would have been depressing if that if it just ended with their crops are destroyed and they can't do anything about it. Mm. Um, I I'm not into like the whole like police thing or anything. Like I don't know what the police are doing about it. I figure I I would assume there's an investigation going on and like who who did this because there's no way it was one person. Like this had to be right. a collective group or something that is just against humanity. I, I don't know. I have no idea who, like, what type of pe- person would do that. But, but anyway, the point is, it has a happy ending, and hopefully, that money goes into feeding the people that, because, uh, like, all all the article says, it, it feeds people that can't help themselves. So maybe disabled people or people that don't have enough money for food, so like that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. And my last one, speaking of food, again, this will start out bad, but it's gonna have a happy ending. Um, well, actually, the, technically, the headline is the happy ending. Um, so a feminist cafe that charged men 18% tax goes out of business. Um, I wonder why they went out of business. There, that's a real mystery there. Um, but just to give you context, this was in Canada, because of course it was. Um, and it was literally what it sounds like. So it was a cafe that uh, uh, people were going to if you were a man. I don't. That's all it says. If you were just a man, they had an 18% charge on your tax. Now tax, uh, just to give you an idea of what tax is, um, in New York State, uh, a tax on food and stuff is eight percent, or yeah, eight percent. So it's not terrible, but it's like it's still it's decently it's decently high. And then you have eighteen percent, so ten more percent onto that. Um, so let me see if I can pull out my calculator. So if your meal is eighteen dollars, and the, just the tax, just the tax you were gonna have to pay, you're paying almost five dollars just for tax, just because you're a man. So that that's what they were doing. Um, the sign outside their cafe, let me pull that up real quick, because um, that was hilarious. Um, yeah, so it said, uh, the, the name, I'm not, I'm not saying the name of the restaurant because they don't deserve it, uh, but it says, it's a cafe and meeting where women reign supreme. Uh, rule one, women have priority seating. Rule two, men are charged a, oh, sorry, 21% premium tax uh, to reflect the gender pay gap, which is donated to a women's charity. Um, and again, can't really imagine why they went on a business. That's again, that's a real mystery for that one. Um, I've already said, uh, we've already did an episode on feminism, but I, I brought that up because it's, it's, it, that was in, when I searched up news, that was, I think the first thing that came up. Um, but just, just, just curious. Cause remember their, their number one rule was that women have priority, right? So I want everyone at home and John to know, I want all of us to close your eyes and think back to human history. Think back to a person that was a leader, like to any person that was a leader and that prioritized one group of people over another and that specifically didn't like the other group. So think back. So just I'll give you a second. Just think back to any person in history. And uh, I want I want both of you to name a person. So everyone at home, you guys can follow along too, but you can't really say anything because you're on the podcast. But no, name, name a person that's like that. Hitler. Hitler, yep. That was a, that was a pretty common one. Um, yeah. The what was his name? Uh, general Lee, the dude who was like the general of the Confederates. Oh okay. yeah, 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 that guy. Okay, so just pretty like I and in my definition, I would say well, not my definition. In your definition, would you say they were particularly good people? Uh, no, no, not really. Horrible. It's, it's, yeah, horrible. Yeah, I was gonna say like you know the people we named here like they're they're like the worst of the worst, right? Mm. Um. And it's almost as if when you put one group of people, depending on race, sex, I don't care, 
when you put one group of people over another and then specifically dislike the other group, you seem to get bad people. And so yeah. I don't know if it was the government that shut down the cafe. I don't think it was. I think it was just people didn't go. And I want to give anyone that didn't go to the cafe, like specifically didn't go, I want to give you guys a clean handshake because good on you. Because um, like, I'm pretty sure if you were to do that in America, you you cannot do that. Like you cannot just charge a tax because of who they are, because of something they're born with. That's like charging disabled people. Like, hey, you got a car accident, you have to pay 15% tax. Like that's stupid. That's not that's yeah. that's not how that works. Uh, and they uh, only get uh, health insurance for that. Yeah. Well, sure, whatever. But like the um, there was a person that was talking about the story and was like, "What if? Imagine if the tables are turned. Imagine if a man, man did this. I say, screw it. I say, let's do it. You know what? The, the, these people are willing to do their thing. Why not? Wait, why can't we do ours and see what happens? Because I want to just see what the outcry would be. Would they be upset? Because I think they would be. And I think, you know, we make an all-men cafe or like, what would be, it would probably be a bar, an all-men bar. Or if you're allowing women to be in there, I think, you know, just make it a 21% tax and see what happens. Because the, Actually, the, fem, the feminists are doing it. So why can't we? Actually, on a, I have a same, similar topic. Um, there was a talk recently about opening a all-male gym because of what's currently going on inside of gyms oh. with males and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, that that to me makes a bit more sense. And I think, you know, if... Because here's the thing. It's, again, I want to preface... I said this in the feminist episode. I'm not talking about women. I, I, To me, women and feminists are two different groups. Because I am not going to group in some women that I, that I know in my life that are great. I'm not grouping them into that destructive hierarchy right there. I'm, there are two different groups to me. And I think the people that are doing what Noah's saying, where they're going to gyms or just recording themselves... I think, yeah, I think there should be a different, either an all-male gym so men don't have to worry about it, or make a gym specifically for those people that want to just take videos all the time. Right. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I'm not a person with power, so I can't tell you what to do. But all I'm saying is, I think, you know, if feminists are willing to make a cafe that's that's against men, I think we make a, um, if, I think we make an all-male bar that's against feminists and just see what happens. I so, would love to see how that turns out, actually. I, I think just as a test, you know, I've always said this, and again, again, I'm just talking about feminists, not actual women. I want to preface this because I've, I've mentioned, I, I've mentioned slightly this before, and now you don't have to believe in God to, to, to for me to say this, but like let let's say God could just take all the men off the earth just for a day, just for one day, just take us all. We wouldn't be dead or anything. We'd just hang out up there or something. I don't know. I don't know. We but He could just take us from the earth and we'd be in heaven just for like a day. And I just want us to see, like on a camera or something, I just want to see the annihilation that would happen. Because feminists' main point is, oh, if men weren't here, we'd be all good. I want to see, I, I just want to see how true that holds up in the first 12 hours that all men are gone. Because buildings would collapse. All Like any construction, bu buildings are collapsing, right? Um, the yep. government is getting, like, snapped. Thanos comes and snaps it in half, right? So the, the government's in shambles. Um... And, like, all this other bad stuff. And I'm not saying men run the world because that's not technically true. But I'm saying that if you remove half of the the world, or I, I should just, yeah, half the world, then you're screwed. You're just an idiot. If you think that removing half the world is going to solve all your problems, then you're stupid. I'm just saying. But I, w I wish that was a scenario that could happen. Obviously, it cannot. Um, but I've always imagined that scenario. Like, if God could just plink us and we could just hang out with him for a day and just see how the, the feminists handle it. Because I don't think they would handle it well. Um, 
but I just think it'll be a an in, an interesting test that obviously cannot be done. Um, and that actually kind of that actually sort of leads into the episode. Uh, but let's get into small talk first. So, with the headlines out of the way, how are you guys doing? Doing pretty decent. No, what about you over there? Uh, it could be a bit better. So, I had uh, some tech problems this week. Yeah. While we were going to record on Thursday, as we began everything set up so I could make sure everything would work, and I plugged in my terabyte from my Xbox to my computer so I'd have the storage available to download the power because I didn't. This was this was last week. This wasn't this week because this last Sunday or this last Thursday, me and John and Axel did something different. Yeah, I was right. a little confused at first. I was like, we did we didn't play with you that Thursday. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah. we're so, talking about last Thursday. Yeah. But yeah, so I tried getting ready. I couldn't figure out how to format the terabyte rights so or just put it back in the Xbox. But my dumbass neglected to look at was, hey, is everything that was originally on my terabyte still there? I plug in some Xbox, I look, guess what? Everything is fucking gone. All the games I downloaded, and downloaded everything, just gone. See, that's more of a that's less of a tech problem and more of a you being stupid problem. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, I guess you could have called them that, but see, I, I, way, that's I had the... the tech problem is actually more of like you know that Microsoft thing that we had. That was a tech problem because mm-hmm. that was just Microsoft being stupid. But like that one was more of like you neglected to check that thing that you were doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had the the opposite of tech problems for me, where I actually got something fixed. I had like AirPods, and one of the ears just wasn't working for like a cu- a few weeks. And I actually went to the Apple Store and was like, "Hey, these aren't working." And they're like, "Oh yeah, we'll, we'll look at them." And since they were under warranty, I didn't have to pay anything. But if I did have the warranty, then I would have had to pay a lot of money. Oh, you broke your he- AirPods? That'll be eight hundred dollars. <laughs> Yep. That'll be your firstborn baby in eight hundred dollars, please. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, like like I said, I like Apple products, but your prices are too bad. Or mm. you're you're too big. And also your ads suck. Get better ads. Yeah. Well, you know. We've already had an episode on ads. We actually probably that's another episode I'd I'd consider doing later down the line because ads change. Mm-hmm. And one of the ads that absolutely infuriates me. Because here's the thing. The way I work with ads is the more I see your ad, the less I'm gonna go do your thing. Because they're like buy your product or buy your do your service, whatever the heck it is. Because the more I see it, the more I get annoyed of it, especially if it's in succession. Like, mm-hmm. oh, here's an ad. Like five minutes later, I see the same damn ad. Like if it's in succession like that, I've seen this stupid Renfield ad so many goddamn times that I refuse to go watch it just because of that. I have seen it at least. I should have counted, but I've, I've at least. I think I've seen it at least a hundred times this week. Just this week. Because Jeez. it is in such succession that I saw it in like five different videos. And I don't watch videos that have that much ads. Like, right. I first of all, I barely watch videos in general because I'm mostly working. But the time I do watch videos, it's usually in the background. And it just, it makes me, I'm so annoyed to see it. Because if your movie is good enough, you don't need to sh- spend a million dollars on ads. Because, for example, the Mario movie, which actually I've actually seen now. Um, I'm not going to say anything about it because I don't want people to actually go see it themselves. But they didn't have ads for it that much. They had they had a couple here and there, 
but it's because they knew their movie was going to do well, so they just they spent most of the money on the movie and not the ads. Whereas I've seen the stupid Renfield ads so many times that I'm more th- I'm thinking they've spent more ad- money on ads than they have on the actual movie. So, mm-hmm. and also, I want to point out to everyone that I think so. Meteorologists and um, critic movie critics are the two useless jobs that I've ever seen because the Super Mario Bros. movie. Which again, I won't, I won't say anything about in terms of plot, but the critics gave it a fifty-four percent. You want to know what the audience gave it? Wasn't it like eighty or something like that? It is now ninety-eight, or it was ninety-eight last time I checked, but it's probably different now. But it was ninety-eight, which is two percent off of perfect. Two percent, and critics are like, no, this movie sucks. Fifty-four percent. Oh like, yeah, critics, critics always see movies. Yeah, it's like it's it, yeah. but it's weird because they like the movies that are that are garbage and they don't like the movies that are actually good. It's it's to me it's the most useless job you could have. Mm-hmm. Um, and they shouldn't be. I I feel like if you're more than ten percent off of the like the of the actual popular vote, which they are in this case, then that they shouldn't get paid as much because like you failed, you failed your job. Because um, movie critics are supposed to be there to be like, how good is this, how actually good is this movie in technicality? Now. Apparently, for the Mario Bros. movie, they the, some of the critics were people that have actually played Mario games, which makes sense because hey, they would understand it more. Even they give it a fifty-four, which makes me think like, are you just are you doing this on purpose to infuriate people? Like, I really can't tell because remember, Amen and the Wasp was like claimed as like oh the number one movie in the world, you have to see it, and then people slammed on it being like, yeah, this CGI just sucks so bad that you, I'd fall asleep during this, right? And it's just like, what were the critics asleep? Like, I don't, I don't get it. It just doesn't make any sense. Um, so I, I don't know. But I, I we were going to see the Mario movie anyway because I don't listen to critics anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I saw the, I looked at the uh, reviews, not the reviews, but like the the percent before we left for the audience, and it was like, yeah, it was like nine, or it was like eighty nine or something. It was something really high, and um, I'm like, yep, yeah, that 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 makes sense because the critics are never right. So, and we went and watched it. It was great. Right. So, well, that's what I've been doing, and um, I'm also I also mentioned this last week, but I'm be, I'm going on vacation soon. It's about two weeks out, I think. Uh, it's not this week, and it's not next week. It's the week after that. Um, so the next couple, af- every podcast ap- after this one, except for the one on, ooh, what would that be? That would be May thirteenth. No, May t- uh, that'd be May nineteenth, not thirteenth. Um, because we're going to be pre-recording episodes. So next, so next week we're going to be pre-recording episodes for you guys to go out on the 28th, the 5th and the 12th, I think, because we're recording three. Um, but yeah, so just keep that in mind. So when we talk about stuff with like headlines and stuff, I might only have headlines for the first episode. So that'd be the 28th or whatever. Uh, cause I wouldn't have had, I can't, I can't, as unfortunate as it is, I can't go into the future, pull headlines and come back. Um, I know. So, John, it just doesn't work like that. Uh, um, and also, the small talk might be smaller um, on the other on the other one. So mm-hmm. just keep that in mind. And uh, but we're still going to be uploading, so don't worry about that. Um, but with that out of the way, and like I said, I, the, my point earlier uh, kind of brings it into it. Um, we're going to be talking about what if scenarios. Yeah. So like a- any scenarios that you think that like are just what ifs, you know? And we're going to be talking about them. And or this will this isn't a game show or anything, so it's not uh, based off of like that. It's just a, a we're I'm doing back to normal kind of a this point system. So we're gonna be talking about what ifs. So I'll start. Yeah. Um. And I have the biggest I have like the biggest what ifs 
that's out there is uh what if aliens come to visit us right or like like what would happen and i would say that they would think that we're stupid <laughs> i think that they would if there's because if they have to be advanced enough that they can get here so if they're advanced enough that they that they get here and see us they're gonna think wow these guys are the biggest buffoons i've ever seen um Probably, because yeah. we're you know like because here's what they're gonna see they're gonna see people killing each other they're gonna see people riding against each other they're gonna see a divide in humanity itself right so they're gonna see all these weak points they're gonna see mm-hmm. all of these uh like things that are that's wrong they're gonna see that the planet itself is dying they're gonna see that wildlife is dying because of us like all this stuff right they're gonna right. see all of that and be like man they are not only not taking care of their planet but they are also just killing each other you know, for, for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, I think, you know, if they're, cause I don't, they're not going to be aliens as we envision them. So they're not going to be like gr- green humanoid murder killing things. Right. But they're, I don't know what they would be. I guess that's another, what if like, well, no, nah, I guess not, not. What ifs are scenarios, not actually like questions. Right. Um, but I like, I, I, if I, if I were to imagine aliens, I would imagine them to be, more like animal like maybe like they're walking on fours or maybe they're even floating or something i don't know um because my idea and this is i i guess this would be a what if scenario um the idea that i have is like a humanity if we could invent time because apparently time travel technically speaking could exist um so if we ever made it why haven't someone why hasn't anyone from the future come to like to warn us about stuff and the whole question and the whole answer that the scientists have come up with is what if we don't have a future like what if we don't have a future that anyone could be coming from to tell us about like hey here's they're like warning you here's a volcano that's gonna erupt or whatever like get out of the area before then like like what if we don't have a future you know like that kind of stuff um and i would say on the more so on the alien spectrum i would say that like what 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 would be the reason that they come here, right? Because it's not gonna be it's not gonna just be like a pass by be like, Hello, we're here. We didn't we didn't come here the other fifty million years, but we're here now. Mm-hmm. Um so it'd either be to attack or it would be to colonize, right? Right. Uh whichever whichever right. one it leads. Hopefully it's not hopefully it's a ladder and hopefully it's not them trying to murder us. But um my idea is if aliens come in and they're hostile. I think that would be the one thing that would bring everyone together. Because, mm-hmm. like, I'm talking, I don't care your race, I don't care your sex, I we, should, we shouldn't care about that stuff anyway, but we do. Um, that comes together, I think, I like, even Russia and the U.S. would come together. I think all, like, North Korea would come together with us, because if the world has a ginormous threat, that the only way to beat it is if we all come together and try. I think that is the one thing that could have everyone come together and be part of a team. Because I don't know what else. Maybe because even in war you have different sides. But if we're if we have a common enemy, I think that's when we can come together and finally, you know, you know, stop them. I guess. Um, the question is, would we? I guess. But I mean, I would like to think we should at least try. I don't know what kind of weapons they would have. You know, we 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 always see movies where like these sci-fi blasters or whatever. I don't know if they'd have those, but um, just I think if the world had a common enemy, I think that would be the one time. Where and maybe after the after we kill the aliens or whatever, maybe maybe we stick together. I don't know. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I read a book once that had mentioned this, and that kind of brought me to the idea of maybe that's true. Is the book revolved around aliens coming to the world 
and every it was like a real a sort, sort of like real life scenario because russia it wasn't sci-fi so russia was there uh u.s was there obviously and all this stuff was there um and like i said in my story russia come russia came together with u.s north korea was like the one of the last people to join but they still joined and then they all made a massive push for uh defense essentially because the aliens because they knew the aliens were coming i think seven days beforehand because they had satellites like looking at them or whatever um so they knew the aliens were coming seven days so they had seven days to prepare um and essentially on the last day the day the day the aliens came they defended it they lost a couple cities i think but in the in the end they won and the end of the story was essentially that the world came together for that one event and they stuck together because they realized that they were better off cooperating than fighting. So, and would I want a ginormous alien come and destroy earth? Probably not. Um, but that's the one thing I'm, the one thing I can think of that would make the world come together for once. So I don't know. We'll have to see if aliens ever come, but that's another what if scenario. Right. Um, but that's why I say that before anyone else stole it. So um, I'll go over to John. You sounded interested. Well, I was, I had thoughts on the alien thing. I, I thought this was sort of like one of us would bring something up. We'd all talk about it. But if it's just like. Well, we did that. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, you can, you can talk about aliens, I guess, if you want to do. But uh, yeah. I'm giving you points if you bring up a new one. How realistic does our what ifs have to be? Like, do they have to be like, what if something that is possible theoretically or likely to happen well, or could it be like what if magic exists it has to be what if it ha what if scenarios have to relate some somehow to science they have to like because it because what if as a meaning is saying like this could happen and like what if it did so okay. if you're saying like what if magic is existed mm -hmm. then you're not you're not dabbling into science anymore you're just dabbling into theories which i guess in technicality is science but also i don't know I, I would give it to you no matter what right but if magic is your thing i'd sway away from it probably that makes sense but I mean, I'll, I'll, say, I'll say stick to realism unless you can't think of anything else yeah like you briefly mentioned time travel though and like scientifically it's there's the evidence is there and like why haven't people come back in time to be like hey this this bad thing's gonna happen it's like, it could be, like you said, uh, um, where they are just like, there's no f future. There's also, like, many stories where there's, like, you can't go back in time. Because if you go back in time to stop something from happening, then you never ha had went back in time to stop it from happening. Because it never happened. So you would have no reason to go back in time to stop something from happening. You know, that it creates a paradox. Yeah, that's actually a good what if scenario is like the paradox idea because the other thing too is that if you were to go back in time if you mess something up that could have a catalyst effect or like a what's the word butterfly effect. Um, butterfly effect yeah yeah that one uh it could have a butterfly effect so essentially let's say you go back in time to stop hitler right that'd be i think i think everyone that's their first idea is to go right. back and stop hitler or like the, there's a scenario on like uh would you rather it's mm -hmm. like, would you rather kill baby Hitler or what, whatever the other one was? Um, to me, I don't care. He's a baby. I don't, I don't care. I would just show people, here's a newspaper of what he did, and then be like, all right. Maybe like, way. maybe like raise them better not to like kill a whole bunch of people. Yeah, well, I, I don't know if they have control over that. Maybe not. Um, 
But like, let's say you go back and kill Hitler, right? Like, if you did that, I don't know what catalyst, I don't know what butterfly effect that would have, but like, that would have a massive butterfly effect because World War II was such a massive event. Mm-hmm. So if you prevent this massive world war, then who knows what's going to happen, right? Would would Germany be weaker or stronger? Like, you know, like what would it be? Right. Um, because you know, I don't, and like all, all those Jews would be alive, and like so, like who knows what would happen? Mm-hmm. Um. But all we can think is like, what if? You know, just, right. that's cliche. This is like, what if that was the case? But yeah, so I mean, that's a pretty good one. Do you want to keep going with it? Um, I mean, like, there's other paradoxes that like, there's just so many that when it relates to time travel that it's like, oh, what if you killed your grandfather? Would you ever live, or would you, you probably wouldn't because your grandfather's dead? Um, things like yeah, that. No. I think the solution to some of these paradoxes is just don't go back in time and murder your ancestors is is the thing, I think. Yeah. I think that's well, a it, good solution to those. Well, here's the thing. The the killing of your family, I feel like that, you would you fade away or would you be stuck in a time loop? Right. That's the question. Like, would you, would you like fade away like, oh, Infinity War-esque, like, oh, mm-hmm. bye. Or would you be stuck somewhere? Like, would you be stuck either in a time loop or would you be stuck in the, like, I don't know where you would go, but, like, stuck in limbo almost, like, that right. kind of stuff. Because both of which you don't want. So I don't know why anyone would go back and be like, oh, I'm going to murder myself, technically. Boom. Right. I, um, I feel like it, it's, you know, it's possible that it, it would end up, like, you're in some sort of temporal loop because you, you're done messed up. You're done messed up. <laughs> and you've murdered your grandfather, which made it to you doing this. And then it's also, like, movies like Back to the Future. Where it's like he doesn't kill his grandfather, but he stops his parents from meeting, which in turn stops him from existing. Well, here, here I mean that makes sense scientifically, but like the the Back to the Future movies, as good as they are, they weren't based in science. Oh yeah, no, I mean um, many, but like time travel. Let's say, are. let's say I went back in time, and like there's another. Here's another thing about this, right? Mm-hmm. Is that you go back in time and you accidentally meet yourself. Like you're you you go back to a time where you existed, like right. you already existed, and your your older self, or your past self, is old enough to realize who you are. Mm-hmm. So, doesn't I? Because here's the thing: what a black hole actually happened? Because like time doesn't know what to do, so it just erases both. Or like, what like what it what would happen? Right? Because right. like science, because in movies a black hole happens, right? But I don't know if that's actually that's just science fiction, so I don't know if that's actually what would happen. But I feel like there would be some time. Some something would break in time that would either cause chaos or it would just delete the both of you because right. that's the question. Like, what because I, you know, black holes and stuff, I don't know if that's actually based in science or anything, right? Um, but I have to, I have to feel like that something in time would break, something would happen because of that event for sure. There's yeah. like the many worlds theory where it's like every decision you ever make causes an alternate earth to be formed yeah perhaps it could be like that where if you go back in time you meet your past self you've changed something some decision has been made you remember going you remember meeting your your future self in the separate timeline that that gets sprouted out from that that moment so it's like is is that a problem is the thing yeah well and and to that point though is that let's say you go back in time and let's say you didn't you stopped yourself from becoming alcoholic like mm-hmm. let's say you did that you create this alternate world where 
your because remember you're not alcoholic in that world because right. you changed yourself but in the new world you're even more alcoholic because it's the opposite effect right. and so like like let's say that like alternate worlds existed if mm-hmm. every choice led you to that world you're dealing with the multiverse essentially right. right like you're dealing with this entire infinite multiverse with infinite possibilities where some worlds are good some worlds aren't mm-hmm. you know yeah some um, some worlds the the nazis won world war Two, and some worlds aren't terrible yeah <laughs> you know what um <laughs> but here no you haven't talked in a little bit so what, what do you think about paradox and stuff uh, when it comes to paradoxes, I don't really think about those all that much, but what of scenarios I come up with all the goddamn time? Cool. And one of the ones I've always been wondering about is, what if, back when there were so many sightings of aliens and whatnot, that aliens had actually come, and when they examined all of us, they just concluded that this planet is either not useful to them at that moment or that we're all just a bunch of dumbasses and they cannot help us and we're all fucked well i would say in your scenario right they come they come they analyze i i, I they would need a machine to analyze everyone so mm-hmm. i don't know what how far advanced they would be because if you, so in your scenario you know do they have that machine to advance everyone to like analyze everyone yeah like in this scenario, they do have everything to where they can analyze someone through some way. I don't know. I don't know. Well, my idea was that it'd be like a satellite thing where it's like a, it combs the entire Earth and it must be so advanced that it can pinpoint on a specific person, analyze like their behaviors, they what they've done in the past, their name, their address, all of this stuff, right? And they conclude, because once they see everyone, what they've done, what they would see... Because here, this is just facts. This is what they would see. They would see half the people are good, half the people are like, well, not half. I would say 75% of people are good, and then you have the uh, the other percent that are not. And so it's an it's not perfect, but it's not totally 50-50, right? Um, mm-hmm. So what they would see is that can that so then they, to, to your question, can they be helped? Can we uh, can we help the other uh, 15% or whatever? Um, right. So they would my assumption if they have enough if they have the technology to scan every person on earth they must have the technology to like transport them up just be like not not the classic beam or whatever but just be like we're taking you now and it would depend on who they they analyze more closely like are they going to randomly select the 15 percent, or are they going to take someone from the 75 percent and analyze them or whatever my assumption is let's say let's say they do the bad route let's say they realize that earth cannot be helped and they don't need it would they blow it up? Would they be like, okay, we don't need this, destroy it, or whatever? Or would they just, or would we go our separate ways? Right. So, that that's the question. What, what, what do you guys think would happen? Would you think they would just blow us up, be like, you know what, we don't need these guys, or would they just go away? The way I see it, I mean, like, there's, if they have the technology to go to other planets, maybe other galaxies, if they, their technology is so far ahead of ours, they would look at us and be like, these people are primitive. Maybe they have rules if there's a society of aliens. Maybe they have rules like, don't mess with the people who are starting out, because if we give them technology, they'll kill each other. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, again, it's the butterfly effect, right? If they, let's say they gave us, like, a time gun or something, like, you shoot the gun and it teleports that person into whatever time you want. 
if that gets into the wrong hands, really, if it gets into anyone's hands, I feel like someone's going to mess with it. Someone's going to mess with it and use it, right? And especially if it gets into the 15%, they're going to use it for evil, right? Mm -hmm. It's going to turn into like an actual superhero movie, except we don't have a superhero, right? So it's like that if aliens were to give us a weapon or even just any technology that's as advanced as theirs, like we don't, we, the person that has it want to know what to do with it. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like the, I feel like aliens, um, because like I said, they'd have to be advanced enough to get here, first of all. So if they're that advanced, I feel like they would, like what John said, I think that they would be, they're lesser than us. So we should either, like, I think we leave them be and just go our separate ways. Because I feel like blowing us up doesn't feel like, I don't know what that would accomplish for them. Right. That's like really. they, they see us and they're like, well, they, they're no threat to us and they can't help us. They're kind of a neutral body. Why would we blow them up? Other than yeah. we're psychopaths. Yeah, well, I, I can see, I can see them coming to Earth and us like attacking them first. Right. I can see that. that I can see whatever yeah. government they're near first, whether it's U.S., North Korea, who, whoever. They see this giant alien figure. What what people on Earth would think is, oh, that's a government trying to kill us or something. Like, let's take this into perspective of like a Russia or North Korea. Like they would see that and be like, "Oh, that's a U.S. airship or something," or "Oh, that's a U.S. Uh, striker or whatever the frick they would think it is." Mm-hmm. So they're yeah. thinking that's an international air, or that's a, that's in our airspace. Blow it up, and the aliens would be like, "Damn, they have some decent weapons. Maybe like, well, decent, I should say, is, is a strong word, because um, they they would be so far advanced, they probably have better. But they have like, oh, they have weapons and they're attacking us. So would their answer be to it retaliate and re- attack back?" Or would they be like, okay, these guys, these we need to leave, <laughs> like we need to get out of here. Like, See, what, what like would think would be the thing? I think See, they. I like would... have to... oh, you can go now. All right. So, so yeah, I feel like if that happened, like that scenario, we attack them, they'd probably then classify us as a threat, and then just wipe us out entirely. Well, that, that's that's the question John was asking, though, is would they consider us a threat? Because they are so far advanced in their technologies. And sure, we're attacking them, right? But just because someone attacks you, are they really a threat? Because a right. threat means that it's impeding on your life. A threat means that it's like it can end you any second. Whereas right. as someone that's attacking you, like, I could go up and punch John in the forehead. It doesn't mean I'm a threat to him. It just means I hate him. Nope. <laughs> so, like... Yeah, I feel like blowing up... An alien ship, like say they're as far ahead of us as we're theorizing, it'd be like the equivalent of throwing a rock at a tank. The tank's not gonna kill the the, the rock thrower because they, they like made a dent in the tank. They're just gonna be like, obviously they're an idiot. We're gonna leave them be. Obviously they're idiots. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. Obviously they're this primitive. We should probably just fucking leave. Yeah, because that, that's what I would think would happen, is that, we, like, maybe they have a shield or something, so it doesn't even hit their ship. It just, it just like, explodes or bounces off. But, like, yeah, I feel like, I think it's a, if it's if it's like a David versus Goliath situation, like, we throw a rock at them, essentially, again, rock's the analogy, that just, we throw rockets at them, it probably won't do much, and so they probably wouldn't perceive us as a threat, they'd probably just perceive us as stupid. So, yeah. like, I don't know what would happen, but I think they would probably just get up and leave. They'd be like, okay, we don't want, they don't want us here. 
Yeah, probably. But um, so yeah, so that so that those are some pretty good um, what if scenarios. But uh, <laughs> Noah, was that your what if scenario? Was the aliens one, or did you have another one? Oh, I have that one and many more. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, give give me an, give me another one because you 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 did uh, aliens like I did. Okay, so another what if I've always had is um. You know how people say the Mariana Trench is like the deepest place on Earth? Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. My what if is what if in the Mariana Trench there is something? Because I think it's only what 25%, maybe even less of the ocean has been explored. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've always had this feeling of okay, so I know aliens gotta be real. But what if there's still prehistoric, um, well, not prehistoric, but like historic creatures still in the water that we have no fucking clue about? Because I imagine there's got to be caves and probably levels of the ocean we haven't even got to where there's life we don't even know about, which is why I'm terrified of going in the ocean. Yeah. I mean, to that point, actually, that was going to be my next one was, Mar- was the Mariana's Trench. But here's the thing. So, like, people always say, oh, there can't be anything down there because of the pressure and, the, like, what would they eat? I can answer both those questions. First of all, the pressure depends on what they are. They probably, if something actually was to be down there, they would have already adapted to the pressure that's down there. Secondly, yeah. what they eat, most you'll notice that most of the big things in the water eat microorganisms. So, like, whales. They eat plankton and, like, that kind of stuff. And plankton could be down there. And like microorganisms are probably down there, so that could be the food source. Or if they were to come up and like grab something, we wouldn't really see it unless we have a drone shot on each—not drone shot. Drones can't go in water, but like on, like submarines pointed at every corner of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, because that, that's where we found those gigantic, creepy-ass squids was in the trench. They they didn't right. go all the way down, but that's one of the things they found that was coming up. And like right. if that gigantic awful thing is down there then what what else is what is down there mm-hmm. like is that a predator or is that prey because if that's prey we're fucked <laughs> like we're done if that thing we're is prey. if you guys don't know what i'm referring to because not many news or not many news stations did something on it probably because they were terrified of it um but if you search i think mariana's trench uh i think it's I think it was squid or no octopus are bigger, right? So octopus. I, I never know the difference between octopus and that or whatever. Mm. Well, that's not the right one. I don't know why you'd have to search, but it's that creepy freaking long. Oh, maybe just search long, long leg squid. I have no idea. I don't know what you would search. I'm just trying to find. Oh yeah, yeah, long, long, uh, long leg squid, and you come up with the abomination that is the the first thing that comes up is deep ocean squid. And it's that B- big, big fin squid is actually the scientific name of it, and it is a demonic piece of garbage. <laughs> like, what is that? Uh, it like, it like, it has so long legs that it looks like it's an actual monster. I don't know what in the world. Yeah, its legs are longer than its body. Yeah, and the and the face is just terrifying. Like, it looks like if you look at one of the pictures of the face, it is. I hate it. Yeah, no, I so, don't like, no, want to be near that thing. <laughs> Yeah, mysterious yeah, long arm squid. Yeah, nope, hate it. Um, so yeah, it's uh that's the thing they found. That's one of the things they found in the trench. Like, and that was just last year, I think. It was not that long ago. It was just found. 
And like, if that's down there, like, like I said, what if that's the prey? What mm-hmm. if that's a prey to something else? You know, right. and that's two, that's two no's point. Like, what if something else is down there? And I would feel like, you know, because it, it's so dark down there that we wouldn't be able to see. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and the pressure would be too immense for humans to go down there. So we'd have to send a robot down there, and robots have to have to be able to withstand that kind of pressure as well. So you have to make it a pretty advanced robot to go all the way down there. I worry. Yeah. And I think NASA said this. NASA, there's a, because people have theorized this, and I, this is one of those conspiracy theories that I might believe just because the ocean is terrifying. Because I forgot what year it was, but NASA was actually originally started as a water, as an underwater team. They originally started going into the ocean to explore the ocean. There was, they, they explored the ocean for like about, I think, one or two years. And then all of a sudden, they were like, nope, we're going to space. Why would they be that? Why would they be doing that unless they found something, right? Why would they just all this? Because it was like the article I read just said they picked up their sea stuff and got to got ready to go to space. Like right. what? Made, what did they see that made them instantly want to get off this planet? Like that's my know. question. Um, and that's a what if scenario as well. Like what if they saw something down there right. that was so horrific that they wanted to leave the planet immediately? Right, because right now NASA's trying to get to Mars, which you know, I mean, I think Mars could be uh, once we get. I think if we fix it, um, then if we get we have it so that there's water, I think that could be a new Earth, right? I, I terraformed Mars is one of the like again. I'm not trying to copy Mark, but terraform Mars is one of those is one of those cool ideas of mine as well. Um, right. But what did NASA see that made him want to go to space? Because it was literally in the same day. They went out. I'll have to find the article again because now I'm disputing things. I'm not sure it's true. But they were. it was like in the morning, they went out to go. Uh, they went to the a deep part of the ocean. And in the afternoon, they came back up and they automatically wanted to go to space. <laughs> like, that yeah. is so suspicious. Like, what did mm. they see down there that was like so terrifying and so horrific that they wanted to go to space? I'm actually very curious as to what that could be because I looked up when they were founded. And if they were doing that in the first two years, they must have seen something that must have really terrified them. Because that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that it because... sounds like they were like, nope, I can, I cannot be farther away from that creature. Yeah, right. because submarines back then, or anything we could go send back down when they were first established and founded. I don't know how good it was back then, but with whatever they had, they must have seen something truly horrifying well that's the that's the scary part noah is they didn't have technology to go all the way down there they didn't have technology to go all the way to the bottom of the sea so they if they found something they found something that's closer to us than we think it is so and i think i have to uh here i'll while i'm while you guys give a different one i'll look it up because they found bones like bones at the bottom at one of the bottoms of the ocean Mm -hmm. like it was in like a weird little cave system so I'll look that up real quick, but um, John, we're back to you if you want to do a different one. Okay. Yeah. Um, I guess like back to like science fiction stuff, because like science fiction has bases in science. Otherwise, it would just be called fiction. It's like, uh-huh. what if we could make a teleporter, right? Surely, it was a eventual technology. What it could be possible. I mean, I'm no scientist. See, I think, John, with that, you'd have to start really small for a teleporter because oh, yeah. 
say we try immediately on a person. I'm pretty sure it would fucking kill that person, no matter what we do. Oh yeah, most likely, if they developed the technology to teleport something, they wouldn't just start with human trials. They'd very rarely right. start there. They usually be like they'd probably go with um, some insects, rat, rat, lab rats, lab rats, lab rats, stuff like that. And work their way up to humans rather than being like, all right, Billy, we kind of don't like you, so can you test this teleporter for us? And if you die, uh, that's not a problem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so I couldn't say anything because I was looking this up. Uh, scientists have denounced that there's no way that a teleporter could work because <laughs> you'd have to transfer your matter mm -hmm. to a different location, which is impossible. Like, even like, because scientists say that time travel would be hard. They say that that's impossible because right. it's like there's no way that that could work. Um, but I think in technical, like in in what if scenarios, like what if it existed, then cars would become irrelevant. No right. one would buy. I mean, the only people that have cars is people that are poor, mm -hmm. and because they wouldn't have the money probably to afford a teleporter because they'd be freaking expensive. I guess. Right. Um. So the, the only people that have cars is them. Uh, walking would be a lot of people would become obese because walking wouldn't exist really much anymore. Um, exercise probably would become less common, mm. and I I don't think the world would be a better place with teleporters. As much as I like, as much as I'm walking somewhere, and I'd be like, oh man, I wish you could just teleport there. At least it's keeping me active, so like it's my body's okay with it. Right. But like, yeah. if we made teleporters that just teleported locations, it could be good for international travel. Mm -hmm. But if it was, if it was, if anyone could just buy one, then walking right. would become like irrelevant. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I think there would also be, like, so many other implications, like, the whole economic system would be different, because they wouldn't need truckers, they would just teleport materials to places, they would... I think, I think it would actually cause a whole clusterfuck for everything, because, um, say with my job, mm -hmm. if we wanted to get trucked out to people, a teleporter would be really handy, right? because... We have to like load them up on a truck and send them to where they need to go and hope to God nothing happens. Mm -hmm. But with a teleporter, it would make that super easy. Right. But I do agree with Ethan. If it was just for the everyone to buy it, this world right. would just go to hell real quick. It, it I would... think if it was used, but I think if it was used for like certain kinds of companies and things like that, it would be mm -hmm. so much easier. Right. For at least that. It would change too many things way too quickly, and it would cause yeah. more problems than it solves. It would probably end up making the world explode. Probably, you know? I, 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 like you said, no rocket scientists, but I feel like if the general population had access to teleportation, they would probably make the world explode. That seems like a logical uh, link of events. Yeah, okay. I'm going to see if I can copy this picture. I can. Um, so I found, I found it. And it's uh like I said, this was one of the things that like not many news anchors did, mm. or like saw, or like uh, made a story on. But yeah, so this wasn't in the Marius Trench. I misspoke. It was in the Mediterranean Sea, and oh. it's a giant skeleton. What I'm about to show you two is just its head. It apparently has oh, yeah. a 30 meter long tail. Uh, here, let me. Can I the Discord? Are you gonna let me edit? You better. Um, yeah, it will. That is just its head. Um. But yeah, so it has, 
It's a third. It has a thirty meter long tail. By the way, the what's showing now is not its tail. That's its neck on the bottom. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Um, and it has a thirty meter long tail. And apparently, it has the claws are gone. Like the hands are gone. And they found it in a different part of the ocean. And apparently, its claws, like its its nails, almost is the size of a like they they say here, a fifteen year old boy. So whatever <laughs> the height range of that is. Um, so that's how big that the claws are. The hand itself is bigger than three people combined. And yeah. the jaw of this thing apparently could fit uh, 15 oil tanks. So 15 oil tanks, oil tanks are, and these are, ta these are talking like uh, ocean oil tanks. So this, we're talking like three people per tank, probably, maybe, maybe more than that. Yeah. And uh, they say that it's probably... Uh, judging by the skeleton, that it's it, it, there's no way it can be that old. They're saying that it's it's old for sure, but that it's no way that it's that old. It's not like prehistoric and, or anything. Yeah, and they discovered they looked at the bones, one of the bones, and they found that it had to, this this thing lived in an area of immense pressure because of the way the bones are structured. I don't, I'm not a science nerd, so I have no clue what that means. All I know is that they're saying that it must have lived somewhere with huge amount of pressure. Which is not where the Medi so this was made in the Mediterranean or this was found in the Mediterranean Sea. The Mediterranean Sea did not have this much pressure to sustain this entity, so this hmm. thing must have lived somewhere else. Uh, people suspect the Mariana Trench. I don't know if that's actually accurate, um, hmm. but like if this was living down here, what else is living down there? <laughs> like what else? Is what if what if something's not dead that's down there? You know? Yeah. So. I feel Terrible. like if if I was NASA doing an excavation in the Mediterranean Sea and found this, I would too probably pack everything up and try to find a way to go to Mars. John, I'll be honest, I don't think they just found that because, like Ethan said, it was in the first two years. So right. that means I think 1958 or 1959. Um, I don't think they could have took pictures of anything. Right. Or at least if they could, the, the camera quality was real shitty. Right. Well, they could have found something like it. Half right. of the head, by the way. That's not even the full head. Jeez. That's not the, the full head. head? Oh, that half the head is still undiscovered. No one knows where it is. That's Fantastic. Lovely. Probably in some other creatures, oh, really. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, what tore its head off? Because, like, the sea can't do that. Yeah, no. The, the Mediterranean Sea is not had, does not have a hold enough pressure to like do that mm. so okay. what killed it what killed it how did it get there yeah that well the, the sea could have drove uh could have drained or like wherever the sea was going and that could have moved the bones mm -hmm. but what killed it is the better question actually i think i have a what if i could possibly solve that uh well you can go ahead or wait no who just did i think i was just did it yeah because i was talking about okay so okay yeah. so yeah no you can go then my, my what if is this what if megalodons are still somewhere in the sea and we just haven't fucking found them? Well, megalodons are a little a little bit less believable because they are they are um, carnivores, so they would need to come up and kill things to eat. Whereas, whatever freaking thing this is, uh, yeah. feasted probably on more microorganisms and stuff. Well, like megalodons need to come up and actually like they're just like sharks; they eat other fish. True, so they but... would need to come up and like kill things, and also all the all the footage that's like, oh, we found a megalodon. It's not. It's just a whale. 
or it's CGI, one of the two. Right. True, but what, what if, say, this thing, whatever the hell it is, needs to go back to hell anyway? <laughs> uh, what if this thing was killed by a Megalodon that was just down under where it was? Well, in the sea. And it just happened across this thing. Because if you really think about it, if it's missing half his damn head, half a, half a head probably went in the damn stomach of a megalodon. So, John, you want you want to uh, you played some Nautica, right? Uh, no. God damn it, John! You are really just bad at everything, aren't you? Yeah, Jesus okay. Hell. Have you seen the Have you seen the main monster from Subnautica? I think so. It's that big old thing. Yeah, let me know if this sounds familiar. Uh, long tail or like a super long tailed specimen that had like so like thirty meters long tail, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the claws were near its face, and it would often use its claws to eat its prey. And it's like it's like a giant snake looking thing. According yeah, to this, sounds like uh something you'd find in Subnautica. Yeah, it's literally the it's like almost word-for-word word description of that abomination. I wonder if that's where they got the inspiration for it, because this is an old article. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, giant tail, like, it's a giant tail, and it's giant, like, it's like a snake, it's like a s- underwater snake creature with a giant head that would, that could fit six, or, like, six oil tanks. Mm-hmm. And if right. it is three per person, that's, what is that? Uh, that's not 12. Oh, sorry, 18, 18 people that it can fit. It's a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, with, with Megalodons, I, I don't know. It's, it's at this point, I feel like we'd see one. Whereas whatever killed this thing would probably be in the Mariana Trench. The, the thing with Megalodons and sharks is they can't live down there. So if there were to be a Megalodon, they'd have to be living somewhere where we would, we would have seen him at this point. Right. And uh, you kept saying this thing has a 30 meter tail, right? Uh, that's what, well, I, that's what the article said. I'm just reading in the article. Okay, so if it has a 30 millimeter, 30 mil, here, uh, 30 meter tail, 30 meter tail, that is about a 98 foot, 5 inch tail. Pretty big tail. Well, yeah. this is, this is, apparently some of the tails broke off, so they don't know if that's the full length. Some of the tails broken off? Oh, yeah, it's the back end. The back end. Uh, can I share this? What happened to this creature? Yeah, I don't know. Here, let me share this image. It'll show you that it'll show you that some of the pieces are broken off, and the end, the end piece. That they don't show the end piece, but the end piece looks like it's just the same. So it's possible it's actually longer than thirty meters. Good lord. Uh, shoot, I didn't pay attention to which one this is. Hang on. Nope, that's the other one. Uh. Okay, let me give me this one. Send mm-hmm. that, please. Yeah, so if you look at it, there's pieces of it that are broken off. And mm-hmm. the end, which, like I said, they don't show, is uh, it's broken off just like this. So they, th- they think it's longer. But they just can't find They can't find the head, they can't find the other claw, and they can't find the end of the tail. What the hell happened to this thing is all I want to know. Something ate it. I guarantee something something attacked it. something definitely attacked it. It's just like what could have done this damage. So I don't think it's something we know about. Judging by yeah. the skeletal structure and the skeletal 
flexibility. That's a hard word to say. Uh, it's estimated that this was alive 150 years ago. So not too long ago. No. Okay. That's actually pretty damn. That's actually pretty damn close. Oh, good lord! 150 years. What's that? 20, uh, 2023. I don't know if I can do that on the calculator. Hang on. No, it's not going to give me that. Uh, here, let me just. What was 150 years ago today? 150 years ago, that would have been Wednesday, April 16th, 1870. That's not that far away. That's not that. Yeah. That is not that long. That's that's terrifying. That does. That really and something, killed, something killed that to eat, meaning something is still. I mean, it's something lived longer than that. So. So that's 1873. NASA was founded in 1958. Oh, well, no, they didn't. They didn't stop searching in the ocean in 1958. They started. They stopped like, I would say, a year and a half in, and then, like I said, the article I read said like it was in the morning. They went out. They came back in the afternoon. They told the people, "Nope, we're done," and they went to go. They turned into a space organization. So, yeah, my thing, my thought is, and this, this like, it's it's conspiracy theory because NASA hasn't confirmed it, which is also weird. They yeah, like, why? Why would they? find something down there that would make them run to the stars and then not tell anybody about it. Well, maybe because they were so terrified of what's down there. Or maybe they knew they would cause a panic. Because panics are like, it, that's the same reason you don't yell bomb in a movie theater. Because people would run over each other and just to get out, right? right. So it's possible. Yeah. And also, if you create such a panic then, when they couldn't get to the stars then all of a sudden you have this inevitable dread that everyone has when they're growing up and stuff like that. So it could have caused problems if they told someone. But to me, it's weird that in one afternoon, they were, they've must, they, they were just done. They were like, nope, we're out of here. We want, we're turning into a space organization. That, to me, is weird. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, do either of you have any short ones? Like, like, I'll give you one last round of short ones. I mean, we're already out of I, I'm John. I am the host, and you just lost right. two points. Okay. Well, then I guess I have to because I want to get those points back. Um, well, you don't. You don't talk against the host, John. I tell. I say whatever I say is true. Um. Not allowed to talk against that, huh? No, but but what, what are you talking about? You're supposed to give another one, John. I I, I don't I don't uh. John, give another one. Okay. Uh, what if Noah could stop talking permanently? That's okay. my what if. That's my what if. All right. Well, John, your your odds of winning are looking slim. Uh, Noah, what do you got? Okay. I have one. What if? What if John was hit by a fucking car? Wow. Yeah. Well, that uh, that's not really a what if scenario because that's happened to people before. I think he. I think it's be, happened to me he, before too. Yeah. He, he, either dead or in the hospital for quite some time. Hmm. Actually, I, I got a better one. Was what if John was abducted by aliens and that's why he's bald? 
That's the reason he's bald. If the, the aliens took a hair symbol, but they're like, nah, we can't just, we can't leave him with all of his hair. We gotta take all of it. You gotta get me out of here. They, they're cut on. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, you know, I was expecting better ones than those, but that's fine. Um, yeah, I was trying to be funny that time. I think it worked. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if that equates to points there, Noah. Because I asked for one, sh- uh, an actual short one, but uh, okay. We'll see. Okay. Um. So I guess we'll I'll calculate the points here. And uh, let's see. So I'll give I'll give mm, I'll give Damn. John his points first. All right. Damn, John. I think this is the first time we've lost points in the episode, though. Yeah. I know I've, I've lost points many times, especially when you're the host. Yeah, oh, yeah. Both have lost points several times. What are you talking about? Um, okay, so John, your points. So you had a so you had some good ones, except you did you didn't try at the end, so you did lose those two points. Um, but uh, so you had fifteen points. Uh-huh. And then Noah, you had yep. some pretty good ones as well, and uh, you did not lose points. Because you didn't, you didn't face all. You knew who your master was, so you didn't lose the points. Um, which actually did matter because you had sixteen points. <laughs> Let's go. Should have said nothing and, and given a joke answer like I already did. Should have said yeah. that. But you defaced the host. I don't know what to tell you. You were you were winning until I took the points. I didn't say that. I was I was just saying a fact. I wasn't saying you were wrong. But you were trying to say, like, oh, we should probably end it because we're at an I, hour. I didn't say we should end it. I just said that we were at an hour. I, you, you know what you said, John. I anyway, do. I so, in any way I, possible. I think John is just salty. He lost again. And, I think uh, you rigged it. Yeah, I totally did. Yep, I, you paid off by Noah. You saw that at... Uh, I have an 81 cent for my account. How would I have the money to pay this? How do you, you're the only one with a job here besides YouTube, and you have 81 cents? Living isn't cheap. Did you buy a Lamborghini? Like, what are you doing? I wish I bought a Lamborghini. No, you don't. Trust me. No, you don't. Um, But anyway, so Noah, do you have a winner's speech? Uh, Yeah. If you're ever in class and you have a what-if scenario in your head, Keep that in mind. It might come in handy someday. <laughs> it might come in handy when you're on a podcast with three guys <laughs> talking about what-if scenarios. Yeah, that that's definitely going to help you one day. <laughs> uh, All right. And, uh, John, do you have a loser speech? Um, you know, I want to say that I have once again been brutally m- ruined by gambling. <laughs> <laughs> gambling, really? Yes. John, I think gambling should be your second job, you know, personally speaking. Um, I think I think you'd do great in it. Yeah, um, yeah it would be really easy then, man. Yeah. You know what, no, I think we should all go to the casino together and we bet it we bet against whatever John just bet. Or like we if John bets against something, we bet the opposite of what he just did. And then we have a guaranteed chance of winning. Sounds like this is a money making opportunity. <laughs> it, is, it is it's for me. Good time to end it and go test that theory though. Yeah. But uh, anyway, thank you guys for listening. We hope we provoked the conversation, made you laugh along the way, because, you know, we're funny boys. Um, you can find me on Flabzexy Gaming on YouTube. We are currently trying to get to 10,000 subs by the end of our two-year anniversary, which is May 17th, 16th, one of the two, somewhere in May. Um, and so we're, we're reaching near 8,000, so we're close. 
but uh, I do variety content over there. Uh, mainly, I say I say I stick to mainly horror games, but I, I do variety as well. So just keep that in mind. And uh, you can find John on Gbins Feebins, both on Twitch and YouTube. Uh, right now, I forgot to promote this, but he's right now he's playing Deltarune on Tuesdays, just like we were for Undertale. So if you watch his Undertale streams, you should go watch the Deltarune streams. The same thing, really. You're watching him react to certain things. Um, in case you missed the first episode, you should go watch it. It was hilarious. Um, so definitely go watch that. But also, if you're there, uh, if we have recorded anything and I mentioned to go watch him and the VOD isn't there, that's fine. I would just say to go watch a different VOD that he's made somewhere else, uh, like whatever time frame it's in. And um, Noah's not currently on anything right now, but you can find him um, at uh, NoahDog54 on uh, Xbox. So that's all. That's okay. that's it. That's it for right now. And uh, oh yeah, we have a Patreon that you guys can subscribe to. And uh, on said Patreon, you can have different tiers. So we have like a one dollar tier, like two dollar tier. Uh, we have a five dollar tier, and it goes all the way up to one hundred. So whatever you feel comfortable spending, you can do that with. And if you really like the podcast, you can go into a different tier frame. So you have uh, the Parliaments, which is John's tier. You have the Canines, which is Noah's tier. And you have the Lore Hunters, which is my tier. The tiers uh, don't make uh, don't make much of a difference. Um, but just depending on what you want to spend and what uh, like things you want to get out of it. Because obviously each tier, the higher you go, the better the, war- the rewards get. Um, so go check that over there. We're still the same. We're still the Provokers, so you don't have to search anything weird up there. Because... Uh, no one else is called the Provokers, which is good. Yeah. Um, and I uh, think that's going to be it from us, guys. So thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.